A true classic never goes out of style. I'm just gonna bash your brain. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I feast on your flesh as I feed on your fear. Right now, you're feeling helpless. Be my victim. Would 60 gallons be sufficient? <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the Hung Up on Horror Podcast, the place where nerds talk about all things haunts, horror movies, HHN, and anything spooky. I'm your co-host, Jonathan. And I'm Christy. And today's episode, we have two amazing guests here with us. I'd love to introduce Justin and Addison. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Jonathan and Christy. How are we doing today? Doing good. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having us. Really, really cool to be on here. Now, Christy, what is like, besides having these awesome guests on the show today, uh, what is super special about this episode? Well, um, Addison and Justin are actually here to reveal their newest project, which is a 3D model uh, walkthrough of one of our favorite HHN 30 houses, Case Files Unearthed, Legendary Truth. Um, so before we talk about where our listeners can find this truly epic exclusive video, can you tell us more about it and your roles in it? Um, Justin, why don't you go ahead first? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my primary role with it is uh, I'm the 3D modeler. Um basically creating the house uh, from the ground up, uh, create it in SketchUp, uh, get it textured and, uh, and ready for animation recording. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically my, my, my giant role here. And uh, I kind of work on the production side. I nitpick every image on YouTube, on uh, the HHN wiki, and try and find every single prop um, fan noise pop out everything that's uh supposed to be in the house uh, and i organize it into a big spreadsheet <laughs> that justin then has to look at uh and kind of make <laughs> sure that all of the items are as accurate as possible um and every the visuals are as clear for him uh, as possible so that we can get the best um, visual for anyone wanting to see the video now for everyone listening i got to uh, justin showed me a little bit of this project beforehand. We're recording this a little bit in advance, uh, but he showed me a, a little bit of this project beforehand. And oh my goodness, it is like, it's not even finished what I saw, what, you know, the part that I saw, you're going to, by the time this is released, it's going to be the finished product, but it was so detailed, so perfect. If you ever wanted to walk through, not just watch, you know, like a walkthrough video on YouTube, but walk through the house again, you know, do through a video, of course, this is how you're going to do it. It is so exact and so perfect. And if you want to listen, if you want to watch it, the only way you can as of now for, for at least a little bit is going into our description and clicking the link there, clicking the link down below, because that will be where you can find the video exclusively for a limited time. So if you're listening to this and you would like to see this, this awesomeness, that Justin and Addison made, you should definitely click that link. I did get to see a little bit of it too before I was um, kicked out of that Discord chat <laughs> <laughs> due to technical difficulties. And it was so amazing. What Jonathan said is absolutely right. Like it is just like 
walking through the house again. It was awesome. So I, I'd like to talk a little bit uh, more about, you know, your relationship to case files. Um, Addison, why did you guys choose case files as one of the mazes that you wanted to recreate? Um, so case files is obviously kind of an anthology house. Um, it's, it's a lot of the history, um, of HHN and kind of where all the stories come from. And especially Boris's story, uh, we're all huge fans of legendary truth. And, uh, this was a perfect fit. It, it, it's just one of those houses that, uh, it, it also, you can see where each room is kind of separated too. So it's a little bit from on my end, it's easier to organize uh, kind of everything. So um, yeah. And it was my favorite from last year. Just the storytelling is phenomenal, especially with the book covers and everything. It, it It's great. Absolutely. And Justin, what did, what did you think of case files? It's just one of those houses it's got, I mean, it has so many Easter eggs and throwbacks to, to previous years that, um, that we've all got to, to go through those houses. And, and again, the, I mean, the same thing with having the characters that have been developed over years, especially with the legendary truth and the collective um, getting to, to kind of relive all of those old memories through those Easter eggs. And, you know, if you, if you, if you're able to all the bulletin boards they have in there have little tie-ins to other, other things that have happened in the past. Um, so it was kind of like a, almost a nostalgia house, but in a, in a new way. And on your model, I mean, you guys like have the sticky notes that have that even have like the exact writings like on the wall on on the sticky notes, and there were a ton of them in the house. And I think that is just crazy good attention to detail. Yeah, we were. I mean, we we're fortunate enough that um, you know, especially with this past year, uh, so many people had taken the the unmasking the horror tours and taken pictures and uploaded those onto the internet. So there was a ton of of awesome reference material, um, and kind of the workflow that I've got, I'm able to take those pictures and re- turn them into textures that I can use back in the model. So it's they are genuine photos of those post-it notes and the pictures from the bulletin boards. It's it's all it's all there. Should we also mention uh, Daniel and his role? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Daniel is a uh, one of our other team members. We've got about five now working on it. Um, who is, I mean, he's a master in Unreal 5. This is the first house that we're putting out that has been built um, or animated and rendered in Unreal 5 engine uh, versus Unity, which is what I've been using in the past. Um and I'm not sure if you guys have seen all the demos that Unreal 5 can put out, but just the visuals, uh, the graphics that, that that engine is able to to put out is, I mean, it's Unreal. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's uh, Daniel is our, our Unreal 5 expert, um, and he's, I mean, he's doing an awesome job with the lighting and the animation that uh, that's going into this house. That's amazing. And I, I have to ask you, Justin, out of, you know, everything involving this specific project, what was your favorite? Like, what was your favorite part about making this recreation of case files? Oh man, there's so many. Um, <laughs> every room has has one one aspect that uh, that was just kind of a a fun thing to do. Um, obviously, the exterior of the Kitty Cat Club, um, just because you know the the first year that Legendary Truth came out, the Bloody Mary year. Um, you know, we we spent so much time in the parks visiting the locations based on the clues that um, Universal was putting out at the time. 
um, and the Kitty Cat Club, a lot of it was centered around that. So actually getting to model that in 3D um, and then realize it in a 3D space was that was a really, really cool part. I didn't even know that connection. That's that's amazing. And like even without knowing that connection, the fact that we got to see something that has been in Universal for a very, very, very long time just plopped right into a Horror Nights house. It's it's just unreal. It is it is crazy. And I think this is like one of the first times they've ever attempted this or, you know, put park lore like like as as crazy as this into a house. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think I've ever seen a um, a scene from the park being used in, in one of their mazes. Yeah, I know. I don't. I know that I haven't um, seen that in the past either. And uh, Justin, also for you, what was the hardest aspect of this house to recreate? Definitely the layout, <laughs> getting the layout as accurate as it is, um, just because obviously we don't have access to... Um, you know, to the, to the plans that Universal has for their, their, their mazes and the buildings. Um, so a lot of that is kind of going frame by frame through YouTube videos, reference images, lining all those things up, uh, just to, to make sure that the scale is there, that everything is, I mean, hopefully within a reasonable, um, accuracy. Um, but and again, a lot of that goes back to to Addison and just the the awesome research that he's that he's able to do and and the, some of the images that he can come up with. I think some of the the coolest thing, like my my favorite part about this, is we got to see what's in Boris's office and the fact that Boris Schuster is again, it's another one of those kitty cat club type things where it's in the park all day. I've looked up in that window. I don't know how many years. I mean, I guess probably since Legendary Truth came out and and we had heard about Boris, you just look up in that window and you're like, what's in there? What's in there? And then finally you get to go in his office and it's just one of the coolest things. Yeah. Like that was awesome. And especially since you got to look out the window from the other end, that was, that was truly epic. And Addison, was that your favorite scene of the, of the house? Yes, uh, definitely. That's, that's definitely my favorite scene is, is being able to look out, out the window and you just see the rain and, and, uh, yeah, it's it's brilliant. It takes you a it, it took me aback like when I when I walked through there because I had heard we kind of might be doing something Boris Schustery when when I saw the the front of the house and I was like, "Okay, cool." And then, you know, you kind of walk in and it's like it's just right there and it's it's amazing. I love it. And it's what's really neat about this house too um is you don't know if these characters are going to pop up in the future, you know, because you kind of see these, these different characters that they have, you're like, you look familiar. Uh, are you going to have a house, you know, your own house, maybe in the future, are we going to walk into one of these individual books? Do they have something set up for us in the future? You know, it's, I love these little things that, that universal does, uh, for the future of their event too. They, they do really good setups. Yeah, they created, I mean, such an opportunity for themselves um, because like Addison said, each one of those rooms is based on a a, a novel, a fictional novel um, in the Boris Schuster um, collection. So it's, it's yeah, they really, I mean, they really have set themselves up for future houses to be based on some of these characters and then diving into those books a little bit more. I'm really happy that not only are they, you know, they're revisiting Legendary Truth, um, but that they're revisiting it like this deeply, you know, giving it this this epic house with just so much lore thrown into it, thrown into this one location. Yeah, it's definitely a, a house that was, I mean, created for for the diehard fans. 
Um, but it's, I mean, it was also a house that was, I mean, it was so well put together that even someone going to Horror Nights for the first year would be able to kind of follow what was going on. So it was, a, I mean, it was a, an awesome um, combination of those two types of houses. And Justin, I asked Addison this, but I'm also going to ask you, what was your favorite scene in the house? I mean, I would have to go with the finale um, just because the uh, the effects that they had put into it. I mean, it was it was just a cool, a cool room. Um, the lighting, you know, with the projection behind, uh, I want to say his name was Tim Foyle, mm-hmm. the <laughs> character. Um, you know, they had the projection effects going on behind him. They had the, you know, the lights coming out of the eyes. The wind was blowing through. So it was just a really, you know, visually it was really cool. And then just physically, the just the feeling of the room. It was it was different than the you know the rest of the house. The first time I walked in there, I almost like dropped to the floor in awe with that, like you said, that projection scene. I'm like, w- they did this in a Shrek house. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that's another thing too. The whole house, Clowns is one of my favorite houses of all time, but it felt like a Shrek house. This didn't. This felt like like they utilized the space almost perfectly yeah i would love to see exactly you know where that house like how they navigated the shrek stage to to make that house work that would be super cool to see like an overlay like i i would love to see something like that on the subject of the event as a whole um addison what made you become a halloween horror nights fan my first year was my first year that i that I can actually remember was the year of the Terra Queen. Um, so yes! I remember going over to Islands of Adventure and I just, I had no idea what I was stepping into. Uh, I went with a co- you know, a few college friends and you're we just kind of walking around and just like, this is, this is chaos. Like it, I just have no idea what any of these stories are, what any of that is. Um, and then I, I joined uh, back in the day we were in the HHN vault and I started seeing, you know, all these people posting, you know, about uh, different lore and all this different kind of stuff. And and I just I got sucked down the rabbit hole uh, just of all the history and everything that was was going on. And then after that, I mean, I was I was locked in um, and I've, I've been to every Horror Nights, whether it was here or then out in Hollywood um, for the past, I guess, 17 years. So I'm. I'm 100% awesome. enveloped in everything that is is HHN. Now, let's be honest, though. It was the character with the bell inside the school that really, that was really the reason why you got into Horror Nights, right? <laughs> yeah. I just, was that you? Yes, that was me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, um, Justin, what about you? What brought you to Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah, so growing up as a as a a kid, um, you know, we used to do for Halloween. We would put haunted houses on in uh, in my family's carport, and you know, we'd get some of my friends would come out help us, and we'd be you know, I'm putting characters in air quotes because we were like ten. Um, so uh, like you know, I kind of grew up going through haunted houses and 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 loving Halloween. Um, and then what turned me into Halloween Horror Nights specifically was a travel channel documentary that came out called the art of the scare um years ago and it was based on um the the caretakers year and i just happened to be flipping through channels back then and i 
this documentary was on. So I ended up sitting and watching it. And uh, my dad walked into the room and he's like, oh, we should probably we should go to that next year. And so we did. We went to Halloween Horror Nights. So my first year was um, I think my first year was actually Breaking Point. Okay. the only house I could I could remember from that year because it was so long ago (laughs) was Disorientorium. But yeah, like it just there was the atmosphere. I mean, you know, back then it was Islands of Adventure. Um, so walking through, you know, the port of entry and they had the the dancing vampires, like it was just it was such a cool atmosphere just from the beginning. It was something that, you know, I had never really been through before. Um, and then I was I was hooked from that point on. And I've I've been I think I missed two years because I was out of town and out of money. So I wasn't able to come back. But yeah, I've been I've been hooked ever since. Well, all right. Mo- moving on from that, sort of expanding upon that question, uh, let's start with you, Addison. What is your favorite of all time, HHN Haunted House? For me, it definitely... I I keep going back to this one. Each time I walk through a house, I'm like, is it as good as The Forsaken? Is it as good as The Forsaken? And it's, it's like, <laughs> they, they can hit it. They can get near that level. But there's just, there's nothing like The Forsaken for me. Uh, walking in there and seeing the, you know, there's a thunderstorm and the ship is crashed there and you're getting hit in the face with ocean water. Um, there's, you know, characters on bungees flying in with green eyes. I mean, it's just, there's so much going on. Uh, and it's such a cool st- contained story. I, I, yeah, the forsaken is definitely my, my favorite house. Now you mentioned like other houses coming close. Could you mention like one or two that like almost made it to the level, uh, but not quite. Apparently I like water. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say dead waters is up there. Uh, for me, yeah. that facade is the most beautiful facade I've ever seen in my life. It's just it's perfect. Um, and the house is great. Uh, but yeah, it, that one hits close. And then I would have to say 25 years of fear of, uh, I'm sorry, 25 years of monsters and mayhem. Um, and it, I'm probably a little biased because there is a scene from the forsaken in it, but, uh, (laughs) some of the other scenes are, are amazing. I mean, there's some of my favorite houses as well walking through that. So yeah, those two, I would think. Now, Justin, moving on to you, what is your favorite Halloween Horror Nights house? How much time do we have again? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I I enjoy the visual aspect of what they put into the houses more than more than probably any, anything else. Um, and I mean, they do they push the envelope just every year. There's always one house that is just I mean, it's just it's it's just a beautiful house. Um, I definitely agree with Addison with Dead Waters. I mean. You know, they they built basically an entire steamship as a facade um, and the lighting on it was was just awesome. Um, the Fallen was one of my favorite ones just because of the same thing. Um, you know, the facade for that, it was, you know, the crumbling, burning buildings and they had the little embers that were kind of, you know, flickering here and there. And then, I mean, Dead Silence was a really cool one for me. Mm. I know that's probably not like a a top spot for most people, but just some of the effects that they had in there were really cool. Um, I, I was a pretty big fan of the movie as well when it came out. Uh, so getting to, to kind of go through those scenes that I was familiar with. Um, and then also I loved Silent Hill. Um, I grew up playing that game. So same thing, getting to, to live those, you know, that same experience, but I'm not, you know, holding a controller in my hand, staring at a flat TV. 
um, it was having those characters, you know, two, three feet away from me. Um, that was probably one of my, one of my favorite ones as well. And of course we can't just ask about houses. We also need to know about your favorite scare zones. So, uh, Justin, let's start with you this time. What was your favorite scare zone of all time? Oh, that's a tough one too. They had one and I, I know this is, sounds terrible because it's one of my favorite ones and I can't remember it for the life of me, but it was <laughs> in the New York streets uh, and they had the crumbling building projection effects. Acid Assault. Oh, yes. Yes, that one. Um, and for the same reason, just because that having that visual there, I mean, it was a larger than life building that was just crumbling every, you know, 30 seconds or so. Um, I, I would have to probably go with that. As, as, I would say top five. Um, you probably have to come back with me for like another two or three <laughs> because I, I honestly can't, I can't think of like one that I, I love more than any, any other one. Um, you know, there's always so much creativity that goes into them that it's, it's so difficult to, to find one that's just an absolute favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, what about you, Addison? What are, what are some of your favorite scare zones? I've, my favorite scare zone, I think it was in, oh man, I don't know if it was 2009. It might have been. It was uh, Horrorwood. It was it was right in front of uh, Mel's, uh, uh, Mel's Die-In, um, mm-hmm. where they had, um, they, they had, they were projecting, um, you know, projecting onto, I think, a screen that was in there. Uh, so it was kind of like a drive-in and they, they had slaughtered all the people coming in to watch the movies. Um, I made a bunch of friends in that in that scare zone because I constantly was just hanging out and watching them scare. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> what my wife and I do now. We we just love to sit in the zones and we just watch. And uh, these these people are amazing at what they do. Uh, and it's it's fun to find out find the different ways that they that they can scare. Actually, this past year, um, Eddie's zone too. Very very similar feel. Um, that I had to horrorwood uh, back in the day, where where they're just the scares are they're diversified. They they do it in different ways. They can get entire groups to just flee, and it's so much fun to watch. And Justin, what made you want to create these incredibly detailed three D models of past Halloween Horror Nights houses? Because this is, I mean, I, I I know doing what you do is no easy task. Honestly, the credit for that has got to go to my cousin, Angie. Um, the year that, so 2020 obviously was a rough year for everybody. Um, and then of course, you know, the icing on the cake was they canceled Horror Nights for that year. And I had been playing around with 3D models and recreating things and uh, seeing what I could do with that. And my cousin just pitched this idea. She said, well, you know, what if somebody re- like recreated... an HHN house and then put it out and then people could walk through it virtually instead of, you know, missing an entire year of Horror Nights. And um, like, I mean, it just kind of instantly clicked that, okay, this is something that we should look into. Um, And I ended up finding some concept art for Body Collectors Collections of the Past, which is the only maze I've ever worked at Horror Nights. Uh, And I worked on the operations side uh, back in 2009 so I found this this little bit of concept art and I started playing around with it and it turned into, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll build one room. All right, well, I'll try to build one more. And then it like before long, it turned into the entire house that I had, had rebuilt. And it just honestly, it's kind of snowballed from there into where we are now. 
<laughs> which is it started as like a just a one man a one man project of just trying to do something cool. Um, and now, like I said, we've got you know five five awesome people that are all coming together and putting out. I mean, like you said, Jonathan, case files is. I think it's going to be such a such a an awesome awesome. 3D recreation of a house. Um, I'm super excited to get it, to get it out there. And Justin, you've mentioned in the past that you basically taught yourself how to make these 3D models. How did you manage to do that? Yeah, YouTube is uh, turns out just an, an awesome classroom. <laughs> it's because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a it's free, so there's no tuition costs. Uh, B it's tailored to exactly what you need, so you know you're not spending time working on something that has nothing to do with, you know, what you're specifically working on. Um, yeah. So like I was able to, to just kind of piece together different tutorial videos um, into a workflow that, that has, has been successful so far. Now I have a question. How long does like each maze take or each house, I'm sorry, each house take to like from, you know, the idea of, okay, I want to do case files to the completion of we're done with case files. That really depends on how much reference is available. Um, it's, if uh, if there's a ton of stuff that I can go back and look at, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to knock it out. Um, like Puppet Theater, um, I put that video out. I want to say it took maybe a month and a half total of work. Mm. Um, at that time, I was working by myself, so I was collecting the reference, doing the models, as well as the animation. Um, and it was about, it was about a month and a half of work, but that's also a newer house. So there's a ton of, you know, great images and videos that are out there. Um, the older you get <laughs> in the years, uh, the more difficult it becomes just because there's not as, I mean, you have one video that somebody took on, you know, basically a potato back in 2000 that you're trying to work backwards and then try to re reassemble that and um you know camera angles are not always the best because you've got people walking in front of you and so you you know half the time the camera is looking at the ground at the piece of the the, the uh, person's feet um <laughs> so it really just depends on on how much reference is is available um but now that we have a team comfortably i can say we can knock out a house at least one a month Great. Put all the reference stuff on me. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd open that door for you. Adam. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, and this is a question kind of for both of you guys. So I guess I'll, I'll start with you, Addison. Uh, what types of recreations of houses do you like to do more? Houses that are more recent, like case files where I'm, you have a lot more uh, references. You got way better quality video than, you know, uh, than horror, like horror nights walkthroughs used to be or older houses where either the video is almost useless or, uh, not even there. I mean, from the production side, you know, I guess the obvious answer for that would be that, you know, the, the newer houses are easier to put together. Um, mm -hmm. but I am very much a nostalgia guy. So everything that I could possibly find for a previous house, if I can get something possibly pieced together, uh, I would, I would prefer to do the older houses. I think. What about you, Justin? Yeah. Same answer. Um, definitely the older houses. Um, the main reason is just because there's so many newer fans, to Horror Nights over the past, you know, five years or so 
that didn't get to see these houses, didn't know about them. Um, so being able to, to kind of bring those, those locations back to life for them so that they can kind of go back. And especially with, you know, like even with some of the legendary truth material, um, you know, they wouldn't, they may not have had a, as well of an understanding of case files, um, if they hadn't, you know, seen a previous house or like even with, um, welcome to scary, um, you know, that was a, a collection of different rooms based on houses from the past. So going back and being able to bring those houses fully back to life, uh, so that those people have a better understanding of, okay, this is what Cary, Ohio is actually about, um, yeah, just getting and getting those comments that, you know, on like YouTube and stuff where people are saying, oh, my God, you know, I never got to see this. I wish I had seen it. And now I'm, I'm able to, to see it exactly, you know, what it would have looked like. Like that to me is that's honestly what this project is about is is kind of giving everybody that that experience again and then keeping it alive. Yeah, even those of us that, you know, have been around for a while and have been through some of these houses. um, it's it is so exciting to me to hear that I may be able to go through some of the old older houses again because it you know it there are so many walkthroughs available for the newer ones but the the older ones like you said it's harder to find footage of those and uh, you know so many of my like so many of my like college like memories and nostalgic memories of you know early twenties in Orlando are wrapped up in horror nights it'll be so great to go through some of those houses again. Yeah, and especially with case files. Um, I mean, this is an exciting, exciting release to begin with. But mm-hmm. because of the addition of Daniel and what he's been able to to help us with, um, this is the first house that we're able to render in full 360. So it's not just a stationary camera going through the house. Um, you're going to be able to to turn around, look at everything, pause the oh, video. Amazing. You'll be able to do all that. Um, it's also going to be compatible with the VR headsets. So if you've got like a Quest 2, um, you'll be able to boot that that YouTube link into Quest and walk through the house in in, in VR. Oh, that's so cool. That's See, now so you're cool. going to have me walking around the house with my Oculus trying to read all of the, uh, the notes <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pay attention to the boundary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's start with Addison. Besides the Forsaken, what other recreations of houses do you have on your bucket list? I'd like to do uh, 25 years of Monsters and Mayhem. Yeah. Um, I have not told Justin this yet, but yeah, that's that's definitely on my list. <laughs> Surprise. Um, <laughs> I would love to also do um, the original Legendary Truth House with the Wyandotte Estate. Uh, I think nice. that would be a phenomenal house to do. There is a um, behind the screams tour video, I believe. There's a couple of them, uh, mm-hmm. so we should be able to get some some decent reference material. No, awesome. that house is on like my personal. I wish I got to do that list because watching you know that behind the scenes video, hearing you know people's thoughts on it, and just hearing the premise, you know, of just basically kind of like a haunted house. That is, that is so cool. I really like those, that type of stuff. And I I wish I got to be able to see it in person. And if you guys eventually get to doing that, that would, that would be amazing. (laughs) I had absolute chills walking through there and seeing that there was a person floating below me 
in one of the parts of the house because there's a ghost that is on. I don't know if they're on. They're pro- it's probably not a skateboard. I would assume they probably have some sort of contraption down there. But the fact that they're they just glide right underneath your feet and you're just it's like what you know you just get you get chills you're like what what am i in right now what have you guys done you know it's <laughs> it's crazy and justin what about you um scream house i think is going to be a fun one to attempt yes. um in the future gothic for some reason like i love that house as well so that would be that that's that's kind of a one that I'm slowly working on getting reference for. I have same thing. I haven't run that by Addison yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I did see that they had a room in 25 years, and I don't think I went through Gothic uh, because I think I was in Hollywood at that time. Uh, so I didn't get to actually walk through the full fledged house. But from the one room that I saw, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, they. I mean, they had some really some really cool effects in there um, that are going to be fun to recreate. And then Winter's Night is also another one oh, that, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! I mean, yes. again, going just back to the like I said, I'm I'm a super visual person, and the lighting in that house with those blue lanterns, you know, recreating that that effect um, in 3D is that one's going to be a bucket list one for sure. All right, and I also wanted to ask: Do you have any future projects, uh, Justin, coming? on the horizon uh, in terms of this, this awesome thing you're doing with the 3d models of past houses. Yeah. Oh, there's a list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've uh, yeah, we've got, we've got um, the next three or four houses already kind of planned out. What we're going to do, the plan is we're going to alternate between um, an HHN 30 house and then an older house. Um, So case files will be coming out. um, And then, the next house to be released is going to be a, a past house, one from the past. Um, the one after that, again, will be an HHN 30, and then it'll be an older house after that as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, we've got probably the next three or four houses that we've we've already got. Um, we've already got kind of lined up. Addison's already working on the uh, the research and my <laughs> the checklists that he creates. <laughs> um, yep, all of that's in the works. Awesome. Awesome. And Addison, where can we find your future projects? Um, that's a question for Justin because he oh, just said Justin. Where today. could we find your future projects? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So we just uh, we just created a a Facebook page for it. Um, we're under the Horror Nights Archives. Uh, we've also got Instagram and um, Twitter. Uh, so it, the, yeah, your um, your listeners can find us there. All right, and before we start wrapping things up, I want to remind everyone listening if they forgot, because we said it earlier in the, by earlier, I mean, in the beginning of the episode, uh, but the case files unearthed 3d model walkthrough is only accessible at the time you're listening to this in the link uh, down below in the description. That's where you can find it. Click there. No matter if you're listening on your phone or, or whatever, click there and you will find that epic, amazing video to go and relive your dreams of or or experience it for the first time that incredible house from HHN 30 and yeah I want to thank you guys for coming on the show this was awesome absolutely thanks so much for for having us on yeah it was it was a blast to come on here and and just geek out for a little bit with with fellow horror nights fans so I appreciate it Yeah, it's really been a pleasure to talk to you guys and to get to know you. So, yes, thank you so much. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, to working together again in the future because we've, yeah, we've got, we've got some plans for the, for the project. So. Woohoo. Yeah. It's, I'm it's excited. Exciting. It's exciting stuff for sure. I'm excited. Whenever you guys post or Justin on, on your social media, you post like a teaser for case files or other projects. I'm just like, Ooh, I can't wait to see it. It just looks so good. I cannot wait to see the finished product. So I am really hyped. I love to keep the drill going. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, just a real quick story um, on the, the Facebook page for the Halloween Horror Nights fans. There's a lot of people that post stuff and, and you're kind of just scrolling through. And I saw Justin's videos. And I was just like, does this guy not does he understand what he's doing? Like he is unearthing something in everyone that people are just going to freak out when they see this kind of stuff. And I got to I got to partner with this guy. Like I, I, I had to immediately reach out and and he is just so humble uh you know he says we're a team i'm like the the pinky finger on the right hand man type situation but yeah it's he makes amazing stuff and i i'm i look forward to to working with him more Uh, thank you addison yeah no (laughs) addison is definitely more than a pinky to the project (laughs) he is definitely more um yeah no it's i mean it's it's awesome to to see like i said just the the progress and now that it is now that it is a, a team (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's and then what daniel can do you know yeah just oh, next yeah. level yeah absolutely and i mean no we've got uh, we've got somebody that's that's working with audio um with us uh gabriel um he just he wrote a uh just a, a nice piece for um rick spencer because unfortunately you know we we lost him um so this this house in particular has kind of become a creative collaboration um you know dedicated to to, to what he was and, and who he was for Halloween Horror Nights for all of us. Absolutely. I think that is just amazing. That is such a nice thing to do for this project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was such a loss. Like I said, I mean, he was he was such a I mean, such an inspiration and a uh, like, a, I mean, he was just a guiding light to, to anybody that that he talked to. Um, I mean, he was always there to, to share advice. He's really the one that kind of gave me my first shot in in 3D modeling. Um, he gave me my first paid gig working on um, uh, an old project that he was with. Um, so like, uh, yeah, I mean, I owe a, a lot to him. So it's, it's, it's definitely a, uh, you know, this became a tribute piece, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it, it did. But once again, everyone, you can check it out in the description down below, the link down below. And now we're actually going to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, sorry. And <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> we have we have a tendency to say we're wrapping things up and then we just go way longer than that. So people are encouraged to listen to the whole thing because they don't know if we're lying or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a hung up on horror. It's a solid plan. It's a solid strategy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, once again, thank you guys for coming on. And we will now end this episode how we always do. Will 60 gallons be sufficient? <laughs> <laughs>